0: Hopefully, some of our music was able to inspire the haunt designers. Just in turn, those haunt designers has inspired us for the live Midnight Syndicate shows.
1: 2021 was one of the busiest years ever for Midnight Syndicate. Beyond releasing their new Bloodline album, they also branched out by releasing videos and music from their live shows. And let's not forget the custom music they made for Universal Studios' Orlando Halloween Horror Nights 30. Coming up, we'll learn about each of these and the evolution of Midnight Syndicate over the past 25 years. I'm Philip, and you're listening to the Haunted Attraction Network. Okay, here's Edward to kick things off.
0: Hi, I'm Edward Douglas with Midnight Syndicate Soundtracks, and I'm one of the composers for the band and producer. Midnight Syndicate creates music that is orchestral, dark, haunting instrumental music blended with sound effects our albums are mostly music but the sound effects do play an important part
1: midnight syndicate started off 25 years ago to fill a need of providing alternative music for haunters instead of the stuff that was out there which mostly was traditional rock tunes
0: when we first started making these albums there just wasn't a lot of of music or resources available to haunters and so you'd hear a lot of the same songs a lot of the traditional rock tunes and so we saw a really great opportunity there so we we took our music to all the haunts in the cleveland area that we were familiar with in 1999 we went to trans world and that's where we met the rest of the haunted attraction industry and the rest is history we've just been producing albums now for 25 years and trying to focus on what haunts need and can use i think that's what made us unique we were a band that was actually recording our albums with the haunt industry in mind we set up a haunted attraction registry a real simple way that haunts could register with us cross promote each other but also feel that they are covered to use the music in their public performances
1: 2021 was one of the busiest years ever for midnight syndicate and it saw them branching into a lot of places they didn't think they would go into including launching a live album
0: as the music industry has changed, we knew that we were gonna to need to start developing a live element to the Midnight Syndicate experience, and so we started doing these shows at Cedar Point. And it's a big multimedia horror-themed show that I'm sure all of our haunters would very much appreciate it. We've been doing that for a long time, and enough that we were able to put together our favorite tracks from those shows that we've done over the years and put together a live album. So we released that at the beginning of last year. Midnight Syndicate is orchestral music, and it is extraordinarily hard to reproduce that live so we knew that if Midnight Syndicate was ever to do a live show it would have to involve a lot more than just the music just make it a complete multimedia immersive experience and so Cedar Point when we first did that they had a a huge theater that we were really able to build this wonderful set and really give people some visual eye candy and since then now that theater got torn down but they moved into a a slightly smaller theater which gives you people a more intimate experience and just Just having a theater that we can work in for seven to eight weekends has been a lot of fun and and is creating very unique experiences for people at the park. I don't think they've ever seen an amusement park show like what we do. I don't think there's ever been anything quite like that.
1: You spent so long in the haunt industry and going to events and working with haunters and thinking about what haunters need. And then you get here and you're Creating a, in a sense, almost like a, a miniature haunt experience.
0: It's so it's so funny. That's such a, that's such an accurate that's such an accurate representation of what we well. A lot of our show was absolutely entirely inspired by the things that we have seen and experienced in haunted houses through our entire life. So it's like a full circle thing. Hopefully, some of our music was able to inspire the haunt designers. Just in turn, those haunt designers has inspired us for the live Midnight Syndicate shows. And we are definitely taking from our experience, just going through countless haunted houses uh, and trying to pull some of those elements into our show. It just makes it more immersive for the audience, especially today. People need, they need to be, really feel a part of it. Cedar Point put up a poll in 2020, what show entertained you most? And we actually ranked, like, second in the list. And it was, like, the greatest feeling in the world, like, growing up and then loving that park so much and being able to do that was, like, so freaking cool.
1: Custom shows like this are not only great for the time of year, but they also allow Midnight Syndicate to write in special throwbacks to the park that locals will understand.
0: Each show has a story, and the stories can sometimes loosely connect year after year. There were a couple shows we did that were very specific to Cedar Point. They involve the park, and I think that's really what's resonated with fans. We're not even just putting together a Halloween show or a theatrical show. We're doing a show that acknowledges where it's being held.
1: Aside from the live album, Midnight Syndicate also released a custom album for Halloween Horror Nights 30 last year. After a year on hiatus, Halloween Horror Nights 30 ended up being a record-breaking year for Universal Studios Orlando. And they leaned into year 30 by bringing back a lot of the previous characters. Midnight Syndicate had a long history with Universal Studios Orlando having worked with them in the past, and it was a perfect opportunity to bring back the artists.
0: When they were bringing back all the iconic characters for a haunt that just featured all the characters that people remember, like timing was perfect. So took a lot of research as we went back and tried to find out which of our songs resonated most with people that went to the event so they hear, they. Brought back memories. It was a lot of fun also finding those songs and then uh, also finding some of these audio files that the Halloween Horror Nights had used, either in the haunt or on the website, and, and integrating those into things. We've only created original music for a haunt once before, and that was in 2007 when we did it for the Carnival of Carnage uh, year at Halloween Horror Nights. That music had never been released before, so it's kind of cool. It's a perfect opportunity to release that for the first time. It had never been out there, so you know, you're pulling all this together and it just yeah, it all just came together really nice, and and the idea of bringing back all the iconic characters and looking back just made the artwork all flow perfectly. And it was a, it was a lot of fun, and we loved working with the, with the team there. Hopefully, we can do more in the future. I would expect that we will be.
1: Remember that part about 2021 being a busy year for Midnight Syndicate? Well, they also released Bloodlines
0: we followed up with our first album in a long time called bloodlines which is a prequel to one of our most popular albums which is the 13th hour a haunted mansion theme disc and the music is now available everywhere you can buy like on our website you can buy the cd and then of course nowadays youtube and and spotify and then of course on amazon and and itunes as well
1: you're going to be at transworld this year right
0: yeah, Trans World has been a constant for us over the years, and it's so much fun and a great opportunity for us to to connect with all our friends in the haunt industry. Always a really highlight, a highlight of the year. The live album, will have that there. We'll have that in the new Bloodlines album on CD and vinyl and, and merch and everything like that. We will have a ton of stuff at the booth.
1: And closing out the discussion, I really wanted to know why Midnight Syndicate cares so much what haunts need.
0: My first introduction to horror was definitely ghost stories and albums of Vincent Price reciting ghost stories and watching those old horror films. That's what got me hooked. But then the next level came when I experienced my first haunted house. All the things I had read or had in my imagination, some of that was coming to life right in front of me as I went to these haunts. That was the next progression in my development as a horror artist, as an artist in general. The haunt started to inspire me, and that became absolutely what I pulled from when I was writing. The first music for Midnight Syndicate, until this day, you want to give back too, right? It's isn't isn't all about helping each other. I always felt that in the haunt industry, it's always been about helping each other. That's been our attitude since day one. So, if we can create something that's going to inspire a fellow artist uh, with a creation or make it more effective, make it more what they see in their head, that's great. So that's what it's always been about for Midnight Syndicate, working together with the haunt industry hand in hand, and just that's why it's important.
1: Today's show is recorded, edited, and produced by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope, and music, courtesy of A Midnight Syndicate. Support for this episode comes from Gantam Lighting and Controls. See what you're missing with a free demo. Sign up at gantam.com demo. We release a free weekly industry newsletter. Sign up on our website or at the link in our show notes. The Haunted Attraction Network team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Luis Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Maximus Bryant. Our partner stations include A Scott in the Dark, Scare Track, The Scare Factor, and Haunt Topic Radio. Finally, please, please, please rate and subscribe to our show wherever you're listening. And until next time, haunters, stay scary.
0: This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.